remix of the Morgan Official Core Feed Podcast that I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, going on, man? How you doing? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. It's, you know, we got we got a wild summer week. We're in the summer now. So technically, right? So we, yes. we got yeah, we're a lot in the of thick s- of it right now, actually, with the releases and stuff. Here yeah. we go. So first with the coming attractions this week, uh, just another update on Mortal Kombat 1. I know we talked about it last time because, like, the it, it debuted the story trailer and, like, what it was going to be. But, you know, there's a big, like, game thing going on right now where they're announcing a bunch of stuff and we got the first gameplay for Mortal Kombat 1 and I wanted to bring it up because it just looks cool man like we finally got it to, like a look at how it plays we got a look at like fatalities and stuff like that and man yes um dude, I'm in. I dig it a lot I like the fact that um they kind of in terms of um just the way the way they animated the movement is very reminiscent of that kind of like old school blocky Mortal Kombat. Yeah, from like the, from the very first one, and I saw that in the movement, and I'm like, oh, that's different because I remember like in eleven and ten, it was yes. very kind of three D fluid, kind of everything was just like all immersive. It, it, this one looks like they changed a little bit of the of the way the movement is because it looks very reminiscent to that old school Mortal Kombat. And yeah. what's also cool is that it seems like you can partner up with an old school kind of OG yeah. Mortal Kombat person, right? Yeah, it's the, dope. Because we, we, we saw Jackson old school like attire. Mm-hmm. Saw Sonya as well with um in the green spandex. We saw Kano, right? Yes. It, dude, this looks cool. The fatalities look awesome. I really like the fact that over the years they've gotten so good with the, de- the development of, of this game where now in like fighting games like in just for instance like you have a little back and forth in the beginning of the yeah you know of the fight which is story, really kind right? of yeah yeah it's really cool because like it, it like immerses you more in that fight you know so yeah um i'm really looking forward to september this looks really cool um yeah it's, and it's wild because these like they all look like people now you know like straight yeah. up like like real people you know not like yeah. video game characters <laughs> and you know I'm I'm excited because, like I said, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme uh, is going to be like a Johnny Cage skin whenever that happens, and like he's he's probably only the first of like the kind of guest characters we'll see. That's the exciting thing, right? Because like, yeah, past games we've seen Jason, we've seen Freddy Krueger, we've seen mm-hmm. the, the Alien Predator, right? Yeah, we've Predator, seen Alien, we've yeah. seen Predators, Terminator. Yeah, we've seen ter- last game had Robocop in it, and like, yeah. yeah, and you know, and Injustice had Spawn and Ninja Turtles, and like, and Ninja Turtles. Yep. So I wonder who who did who did they get for this one, right? Like, I'm I'm excited to see what's going on. Uh, It'd be cool um if they can do a chucky you know being that he's back in style yeah but that's that's the thing it's you know warner brothers so it's like who who like who do they have in warner brothers that they can use like i guess instead of a chucky annabelle yeah yeah that's what i was gonna say i was like instead of a chucky (laughs) it'd be like an annabelle or like a gremlin of like that size of a character right like a a tiny yeah yeah yeah, exactly hmm that's a good that's a great point, man. Yeah, um, yeah it, it's tough. I'm I'm excited to see what's happening here. That's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, when do we? When do they usually release that kind of information text? I know you're the big video game yeah, guy it'll be, here. It'll um, be closer to like when it comes out. Like, uh, so do they usually announce all the DLC characters? 
or do they kind of tell you bit by bit, like it, you know, keeping some back from people? Yeah, it's bit by bit. It depends on okay. it depends on what kind of season pass they'll do. They'll either yeah. announce it before it comes out as like a here you can pre-order the season pass and you also get RoboCop plus uh, whoever comes next. It's usually like they hold stuff back for later, but it depends on when they want to sell their season pass. Like and. So we'll we'll see. The closer we get to September, it's only a couple months away. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, soon. dude, I'm excited about it, man. Yeah. Speaking of things, I'm excited for actually. Uh, the, we got a new trailer for Talk to Me, which is yeah, that that new horror movie from A21, A24, oh, A21. <laughs> yeah. So from A24, <laughs> and I don't know, dude. I'm liking the gimmick still. Like uh, I am really enjoying the way. The trailers are playing out. Yeah. Um, it looks spooky. It looks scary. Um, it looks like um, it looks different too. Um, the whole gimmick with the hand. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a really nice approach, a really fresh approach to a haunting because it looks like there's a haunting going on, a kind of possession. Obviously, like they call some kind of, you know, the hand acts as a conduit to another realm or to like, a, you know, to, a conduit to talk to dead people pretty much. Yeah. So um, I'm very um interested to see this whole package in its entirety from start to finish um to see what kind of if any entities we see or the entities only being brought out through the actors themselves and not like any kind of weird manifest uh, a weird like manifestation perform you know yeah great point like i i don't know man like it's once in a while that we get a gimmick that i'm very interested in you know and so i'm hoping it's it's not that's true i'm hoping it's it's not like lights out you know we keep i'll keep dogging on lights out forever where lights out had the day yeah lights out had that gimmick where we're like oh this is cool and then it started out cool and then you know so i'm hoping i'm hoping we can avoid that here like let's let's keep the ghoul gimmick going you know and make it a good haunt yeah honestly a24 needs something because uh they haven't had in my opinion a solid movie in a long time well no didn't they have uh everything everywhere wasn't that a24 or what horror Oh, you know what I mean? oh yeah that's true yeah because horror yeah. like you know like you know yeah that's that that's that is a, a genre movie that is a count um, right yeah but no in terms of a24 when we speak a24 you automatically think horror right like whether it's horror or whether it's highbrow horror elevator horror, whatever you want to call it when you think we a24 used to think horror though that's the thing right yeah this is why they need to make sure this movie is successful because um that's where they made their bones like a24 was a small um, indie studio but they really made a huge impact in that in the horror genre you know it it, it was only after we saw movies like the vavich right and uh that they came out with like annihilation after that stuff you know what i mean but like it was only after they got in their foot into that horror door and pushed a horror movie out that that the studio actually got big praise. And then from there, they were able to do their indie thing where they also funnel to different genres right. over here. You know, you know what I mean? That's not the only horror thing they have this year, right? Like, don't they have uh, Is Maxine coming this year? It, it should be, right? The the Pearl trilogy thing. Is that coming this year? I, I um, want to say yes. You know, if not, uh, let me. Yeah, um, you you look that I, up while while we move on to the next uh, topic, so we could uh, keep this flowing. Yeah, I mean, I don't have it on the docket over here as being. Um, as coming out, but it's Maxine with three X's, I believe, right? Yeah. So um, I'm, it, it's the '80s version of um. Yeah, because let's see. Here I'm curious because that's their other big horror one, uh, A24. You know, so we'll we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, seriously, yeah. weird. It doesn't seem to have a dedicated um release date. Huh. 
um, which is concerning well, because you would think at this point, yeah, because I thought have it. So I am assuming then it's going to come out at some point, either early next year or um, yeah, or, or this late fall, this right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, the first two were released, uh, the first two were dropped so close together. So you know, um, which is yeah, like which you would have thought it would have released the whole thing, right? Which is you know what? Again, like I'm not, a, I was not a big fan of X. I I liked Pearl a lot more because of Mia Goth's performance. I'm not sure if you had a chance to see Pearl no, yet. No, I, I, seen I know it. it's in streaming. I know it's in streaming um uh um apps and all that stuff over there. Yeah, so I'm, I'm um, waiting to see it till the third one comes out and just kind of power yeah. through. Uh, but speaking of yeah, power, yeah, officially to be determined, which is weird. very surprising. That's weird. Uh, so speaking yeah. of, speaking of uh you know, or maybe it's strike stuff. So who knows, right? Uh oh, that's a great. Point. Yeah, speaking of powering through, we got the yeah. the first trailer for the bird box spinoff slash sequel thing for i have not seen the first one just to put it out there tex really okay so i haven't bird, i haven't i honestly like bird box just was the, didn't bother no no i get it but it was also <laughs> like the only reason we're getting a sequel is because bird box was like the netflix event thing yeah uh, i think yeah, because it was yeah. mid-pandemic like it was right when we were it was starting. that's why everyone was talking about yeah, it but also like i wasn't interested for some reason have you seen it tex yeah, yeah, not great. Okay, so you see, I am. This is exactly what my what my intuition told me. Like, yeah, just avoid this yeah, one. Yeah, because um, if I remember correctly, uh, so it was. It's like these elder gods kind of thing. It's like a Cthulhu esque kind of thing that if they saw oh. it, it would cause people to like unalive themselves. Madness. You know? Oh, it's a, oh, okay. Yeah, and so the oh, whole, that's what they show in this trailer. Then, yeah, and so the whole thing is it, the the whole thing is Sandra Bullock like wrapped her eyes. And like it was basically a quiet place, but for vision, <laughs> like a quiet place with vision. Yeah, so it's like it's and so, no speed. <laughs> yeah, so it's like they they wouldn't you know instead of making sounds, it's like oh I can't see around me and I have to like protect my kids. As a story, it's one of those things where it's like yeah, it was definitely like a Netflix thing, but it, it blew. Why was it so huge? Because of time, like because of the timing, because it was like people are home. People were, you know, it, it took off on like TikTok because people were like challenging themselves to like walk around with blindfolds on. Like it, it just, okay. it just became yeah. like an online thing. It was just a right time, right place kind of thing for like a subpar movie, you know, and. <laughs> And Netflix was It sounds like, like Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. Of course, Netflix made a sequel, follow-up, whatever this is supposed to be. And, you know, it looks like more of the same uh, from what I does can tell. Does this one – since you saw the first one, does this one at least look a little bit more interesting? It, it looks the same, dude. I can't lie. Okay. So we're, okay. we're likely going to watch this and we're uh, – Oh, watch, no, yeah. yeah we're going to watch – I'm going to have to watch Bird Box yeah, you know, you know, just to see what the hell everything's about. Yeah, because so. it's not – We'll be there. It's not great, uh, but – Hey, it's a new trailer for a Netflix thing, and we're talking about it, and we're likely going to review it, depending on you know what else we have that week. <laughs> I mean, I already put it on the docket. It comes out together, believe it or not, with um, uh, uh where is it? Here we go with Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Oh, that's going to be a week. wild week of like two. That same yeah, week, yeah. Luckily, luckily for Bird Box, it's streaming, so that's the one thing that they have the upper hand because I don't have to go to the theaters twice that week. Yeah, so. no. I- and that's besides, a good look like, right there. if I had to go twice, it would be to see Mission Impossible twice. You know, again, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, speaking of theaters, uh, we have a we got the new trailer for Insidious: The Red Door, and I can't lie, it's looking it's looking good, man. 
like it's looking it is promising, looking good. Um, right? Do we have a rating on this yet? Uh, I don't know. Unfortunately, I didn't do that research. Sorry, everybody at home. Because um, you know. I haven't seen a rating attached to this thing yet. It this trailer made it look like an R, but you um, know what? Though? Just we'll- just based on um, because the original Insidious was. Um, PG-13, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, would yeah. it be that yeah. bad? I don't think so, right? Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think it's possible to do a PG-13. I just don't know what kind of filmmaker Patrick Wilson is yet. So yeah, um, I'm curious. That's exactly what we're going to see. Yeah. But uh, this trailer, man, makes us look very watchable. Dude, like, it looks good. It's the first looking good Insidious in a minute, you know, so. Dude. <laughs> since, since the first one, honestly. Yeah, and you know what? Since I, the first one. I think, like, if anything, it looks like it's being made with that one in mind, right? Like, with fans of that original one in mind. Yeah, like, because yeah. they're completely kind of cutting off whatever happened after 2. Yeah. Because in part 2, they rehashed the whole astral projection thing because it's a, a continuation of um of that entity that followed. Um, yes him into it right um you know, the old lady that turned out to be uh, like a dude or something like that you remember that yeah, yeah it, was, nah. it got very complicated and annoying um but they went so two followed a little bit of one but then went its own way but this one is going right back to that main story which is honestly one of the most intriguing horror stories i've seen in a long time uh the astral projection thing itself has it was a, such a fresh concept that was like whoa it's like like this is such a great concept because it gives you so many like avenues right yeah like so many ways to go because you're like yo you're in this other realm now like anything is fucking possible um so i'm very excited that they went back to that original story because that is what worked that is what made insidious what it what it was supposed to be you know astral projection was such a cool idea for horror that it was kind of one of those game-changing things right like it it was almost like i think it's in the same vein as like you know when, when paranormal activity came out and it yep. kind of changed the way that ghost stories were told. You know, it's it's kind of that way where it's like ghost stories and as well as uh, the found footage. Yes. You know? So like, you know, it's it was also like when found footage was introduced, but but found footage became a subgenre. So it, it's tough yeah. to like put astral projection in that thing because astral projection isn't a subgenre yet. But it's not. But it is like, one of those ideas yeah. that's like, yo, like this really it's, changed dude, it. Right. It's listen, like. I do a lot of readings of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. astral projection. If, if, if any one of you buddies out there just wants to just dig in, just Google it. And then it's a wormhole, dude. Like it's such a, a vast kind of like mind blowing, like wealth of knowledge that like, this is why it's so intriguing, like what you can do with that and how you can, for instance, when they went into that realm in the first one it was like i think juan did a great job with that whole you know like the dark space with the smoky floor and everything because you you never really knew where you were yeah. and that's exactly what um what they leaned on because it's like hey we're doing this astral projection thing no one fucking knows what it actually really is we can do whatever we need to do you know so i am really excited about it because i was a big fan of the first one and that core concept of that movie that movie itself as well has a um, you know, several, you know, plots going on, um, like aside from, from the astral projection, which is the main, main plot point that honestly gets forgotten because of the um, of the red demon guy's face and because of that old lady uh, killer who got focused on on two. And then from there, we got other stuff and conjuring universe stuff, you know what right. I mean? Um, but uh, I'm really glad that um, 
this is coming back. And I'm really happy that Patrick Wilson is the one bringing it back because he was there, you I know, mean, um, if and, anyone, and he feels a, yeah. a connection to that for sure. Yeah. If anyone can do it, it's him, but we don't know if he's a director level yet. So I guess we'll, we'll see, yeah, right. This and is, he's directing and he's in it. Yeah, so this will be the um, test. Yeah. It's a big test. You know, um, usually you would want to start off as, Hey, um, let's, um, you know, just direct, you know, <laughs> a great, uh, a great way to, uh, a great way to tie this in is, uh, Michael B. Jordan in Creed where it's like, where oh. he, he took over Creed three after like doing it in two movies. And it's like, you know what, you know, that kind of worked out pretty well. Yeah, so, so yeah. you know, if, if, you know, it's like, who, who knows the franchise better than the star, right? So it's like, it's well, true. And what's great too, they got Rose Byrne back. Yes. She was great in the first one. Yeah. And they got the kid back. Who's now this handsome grown dude. Who's probably going to start a crazy Hollywood career Yo, after this movie. That's what I was thinking too. But, I was like, yeah, he's probably like, all right, it's time for me to go back in. Right. Yeah. Geez, man. I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> It's like he's Steve Rogers, right? He was a skinny little kid, and then he came out of this thing, this full grown like like Hollywood like actor. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. let's do this. He, that's what um, it was. So, he probably was like, "Yo, let me go finish school. Let me go, you know, yeah, let me do, yeah, let me go get my degree and all that stuff." And but then how now, awesome yeah. is that, though? How important is that to actually bring that little boy back? aged because like you can just continue the story right back and like and you don't have to like lose any sense of that reality Dude, um of that family you know what i mean that's what i mean crossing my fingers that they stick the landing right like because yeah there's, dude there's seriously a lot like, riding uh, on this yeah yeah there's a lot riding on this um and especially for patrick wilson patrick right? wilson for for horror in theaters this year there's <laughs> so <sighs> we've been so like we've been so sad you and i like buddies at home you've heard us talking on on all these casts so far of like damn it was just missed the mark so i'm hoping this could be it like i'm crossing my fingers that this this is kind of like the last big franchise coming this year right outside of like uh no no there's the exorcist remake in october yeah but is that hulu or is that a theater thing no that's that's theater legit okay so but also wait Wait, actually actually Great question. But also, Arturo, no, it's, theater. it's, it's theater. also yeah. from the dudes who did Halloween. So it's like. Yo, that is why I'm like, wait, should this go straight to Hulu? Yeah, you know, yeah just that's to, what I'm saying. Like, so he can prove himself again, yeah, you know? Yeah, it, um, I can't wait to get a trailer for that text. That way we can really spend some time yeah, we need, discussing we need David really Gordon Green a little bit. This. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Yeah, that's. That's coming out in October. We should be getting something next month for that because there's already been behind the scenes pictures and yeah. and all this stuff like that. So I mean, damn, barring, man, I like, mean, barring any delays from the strike, that's the thing. It's you know, uh, with the strikes happening now, and then the Directors Guild also voting to strike. You know, so and the actors as well. Yes. Right? So we'll we'll see how all that shakes out. Everyone's like, let's burn this motherfucker down, Pookie. <laughs> <Right? laughs> hey, get your money. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like. If it weren't for them and the hard work, folks, it's hard fucking work. Yeah. Okay. Like writing is hard work. Uh, like being on the set is hard work. I've I've been able to do a little bit of all that stuff because my brother's in the industry and I know how much effort it takes and how much passion all these people have and all they really want is to be compensated fairly, man. Yeah, it, because it like, hey, they also art, have to you know? live. These actors are getting paid millions of dollars and they're living these lavish lifestyles while these stagehands and these writers and these uh, set hands and uh, and and everyone behind 
behind the scenes, like lives a normal like life, and they're just trying to get by and pay their rent and pay their mortgage and, you know, and their bills and, and stuff like that. Like dude. It's not like they're asking for those lavish lifestyles either. They're just they're, like, yo, they, they really just want to pay their bills. Not. They're just like, yo, we just want to live comfortably. We just want to pay our they bills. They want a piece of that streaming pie, and I honestly don't. It's such it's such yeah. corporate greed. It's so annoying it, it because sucks. there's yeah. so much pie to go around, right? Yeah. That you would think, hey, we're gonna give you guys some of this pie. Just keep the quality coming, you know. Um, it, then, it's no wonder. Like, when like you think of all the stuff we got during the pandemic. Like even like even when you and I, like you know, behind the scenes, uh, we you know, pick uh, pick up the curtain a bit. You and I had to like make up some things in order to get through some of those really tough weeks. But like, oh, we yeah. were still. Like, you guys remember Final Girl Summer? Yeah. <laughs> there were there were still like a few new things hitting every now and again so it's like yeah. to even get those there are people who have to make sure those get out the door you know and it's yeah. like it's tough and you know people just want to get paid and yeah pe- people just want to get paid for their work yeah, dude and, that's the thing, and, you know, and it's yeah it's it's frustrating it's, it's dude. Hard. it really is frustrating it's hard because it's like how is that such a big ask you know and it's not like it, like i said it's not like they're asking for a ton of money either they're just asking for fair wages and it's, it's a thing across the board right pay pay yeah, people across what the board pay people what they're worth you know pay people enough so they can survive you know it's, it's a tough world out there and it's like america man it's great and it's not at the same yeah, time like, you know and yeah art and entertainment oh they're just making tv shows or whatever yeah. but like imagine where we'd be without them you know imagine where we'd be Thank without you. like TV the shows. people like yeah. saying oh they're just making tv shows and entertainment it's like yeah but that's the stuff you watch like sitcom tv the the like all the tonight show stuff the late show stuff all, all that live sitcom stuff um all your soap operas these old people watch on cbs in the morning yeah. like all that stuff like they're all responsible for you guys enjoying yourselves even like even news broadcasts have writers on there that give them information to read on screen yeah you know people, what i mean so people write those teleprompters dude like that's yes. the thing. it's people people are writing those stories that people read so it's like it's, it's not like yeah it's there this is huge yeah, man it, it's huge and and honestly like everyone enjoys from everyone enjoys the fruits of their labor yeah right? so why can't the people but, do you know that, why like, can't they yeah, you know yeah. it's just simple as that folks that being said um it's time for our feature presentation welcome back folks and next up for our feature presentation is Transformers Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> and, um, uh, I had fun with this one, Tex. It was a little long for me, um, and it dragged in the middle a bit. But man, honestly, I will say pay for it just for the robot action. If you, if you want to see robot action, if you want to see robot action on a big scale, this was awesome. I had other issues um, that I will talk about, um, but in terms of fun um, and in terms of actually delivering on that Transformers action that we were looking for as old school fans, right. I think delivered. Um, story-wise, I have issues I, I will get into in a bit, but we haven't re- recommended a lot these days, but I think this one is like, hey, listen, if you have some free time, you have two hours plus and change you want to kill, go check it out. You might actually enjoy yourself. I I have issues with certain characters, with, uh, with human stuff going on there. All the robot stuff, mwah, 
Love the shit. It looked good. Could have looked a little better, especially being that, you know, you've hyped it up so much. You, you could have been a little better right. in terms of the detail of, uh, of the Autobots specifically. And we could have had a little bit more maximal action. But honestly, Tex, like, you know how I felt about the movie. But I really be like, you know what? Bring the kids there. You know what? Don't bring the kids. Just go take yourself and, and go watch some robot action because that was the only thing it was really good for. And seeing that on a small screen at home, it's not going to be the same. I'll tell you that right now. Based on how the visuals looked and how and how some of these Autobots and, and, and Terracons and Maximals looked on screen, you needed that large format to actually visibly enjoy the fight that would be because you can see all that's going on on a smaller screen if you're watching it on your phone yeah on a laptop i think that's going to lose a lot in translation there especially all the all the cool little details you can actually see but that's how i feel about it it's um how about you tex what do you think so i'm i'm also in the well i'm in this like the wait for it i'm yeah i'm in the i i I can definitely see that. Yeah, I'm I'm in the I'm in the go ahead and just wait for it to hit like VOD, you know, check it out when it's streaming on Paramount Plus. <laughs> Shoutouts. Mm-hmm. But um you so, you know, speaking like I said, I I always have to get this out of the way with Paramount stuff. Uh you know, I am an employee of Paramount, but these are my own opinions. And Transformers Yeah, they are. Yeah, and Transformers is fine. <laughs> like it's it's a fine movie. It's a summer blockbuster. So I totally get yeah. you, Arturo, when you're saying, hey, yeah. go check it in the theater because, like, it's real definition of a popcorn movie. You know, it's straight mm-hmm. up like, you know, you don't need to know. I think outside, no, you don't even need to have seen Bubble. You don't need to know anything. Right? You don't even need to have seen Bumblebee Nothing. to, like, it's, to see It's this wild movie. how they don't even really tie back into that Bumblebee movie yeah. that they kind of stayed in the same universe in, right? Yeah. We don't, like, yeah, we get the familiarity of Bumblebee because we got that movie, and it was a successfully a critical movie as well. Right. Um, but, like, you're right. You don't have to know zilch yeah, about zilch this to see still, this movie. Technically, it's still a prequel to, like, the, the Transformers franchise. Like, it's still yes, a prequel to, like, the, t- the 2007 movie and beyond. So, like, it's fine. Like, that's the thing. It's ultimately, like, it's not great, no, it's, it's not, not. It's not it, bad either. Like it's not, but like, like is why I said the only reason I do recommend paying for it is because the robot action will not look the same on a smaller screen. I guarantee yeah. it yeah. because there was so much of it, especially in the last final scenes. It's just a lot of mechanized action and if you don't have a well-lit screen to see that stuff you're gonna have an issue yeah. deciphering what you're looking yeah, at yeah that's the thing too like uh it gets it, it does get you know but it's never it's never unintelligible you know because no it, it no, used to be no issue. no it's not like uh you know like what was it dark of the moon or something yes, like that that was like so like dark you couldn't you know read yeah, anything in it it used to be in these movies that like you know you couldn't see how transformers transformed but like there i will give this movie credit that there is a lot of detail paid into that now of like how yes. how certain parts would move and like fit. Yeah, how everything fits together after it transforms and it deforms yes right? yes so there's a lot of uh attention to detail in that regard and you know the designs the designs are simplified you know but they're still kind of like still reminiscent of like the g1 stuff back in the 80s of like yeah like yeah. optimus looks like the cartoon optimus still you know optimus is very bold yeah i i quite enjoyed that yeah, yeah. And, and it, like it looks great and 
it's great that we're also getting like live action stuff again. You know, there, mm-hmm. there are tons of scenes where it's just cars driving, which is great too. Yeah. You know, it, it's just that's stuff that we haven't seen in the Transformers franchise in a while. And ultimately, I think that's what it is. It's, it's a great, like, it's a good Transformers sequel. Like, it's a good Transformers movie. And, you know, if you want to go see that, go check it out. Like, it, like, I completely agree with Arturo in that regard, where it's like, if you, if you slightly want to see robot action, like if you're just yeah. like the appeal of it, it's like, yeah, I kind of want to go see robots blow each other up. Then yeah, yeah that's what I was there for. Yeah. 1000%. Cause it, yeah. it's, it's just that like you, you get a lot of good stuff with that. But so let's, uh, let's get into the spoilers. You know, Cause there, it, yeah. there is a story yeah, let's here get into the human, yeah. <laughs> the humans of it. All right. Yeah. There, there is spoiler alert for transformers rises of the beasts, you know, because we'll be jumping around things and there are some like actual spoilers and it's still very much, uh, a transformers canon that's expanding and like Hasbro now. And like, we'll, we'll see where all that's leading to. So, uh, getting into this one. Uh, it takes place after Bumblebee. It's set in like the nineties, right? Like what early was it early nineties, right? Like ninety early to the nineties, yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially with the soundtrack, you know. It, so my big thing about this one, uh, like I was telling our show, it's it's very like it, it's very there's a lot. It's very Black and Brown Alliance is strong in this one, you know. <laughs> it's like yo, it's yep. It's definitely like we got a good soundtrack, like it's just all nineties hits and like good nineties hip hop tracks. Yeah, a lot like, of good yeah, a lot of good nineties hip hop on yeah, that for a lot, sure. A yeah. lot of fun needle drops in this movie. And you know and so the story this time around it's about uh it's about this dude named Noah who the guy this guy, Anthony Ramos, was uh in Hamilton. That's where he like blew up. And Hamilton and um and in the Heights, right? Yes, and he's also yeah. in something Marvel. He's in this upcoming Ironheart show, I believe, as the villain. Oh, yeah. So that I, oh, as the villain, yeah, that's gonna be. He, he's some guy named the Hood. I don't know anything about his story or whatever, but like, you know, I'm like, a, I'm like, maybe he comes from. Yeah, the that's hood. what I'm like, saying. like it, by the looks of this movie, he's the Hood because he comes from the Hood, but <laughs> <laughs> because like that would fit in the in the Ironheart, you know, um, framework, but. Him being a villain, um, I have to see it to kind of believe yeah, his um, thing too, right? His villainy because he, he seems yeah. like such a just a dope dude, right? Like he seems like like yeah, that's the thing. So this movie, he's he's solid. It's just that like yeah, everyone, I mean, I, like he's solid enough, right? As like a leading guy, like he 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 became solid to me towards. The last half of the movie. Yeah. We, like, it yeah, took me a while to like him. That's the thing. Um, yeah. I, like, I'm from New York. I've been here for, like, I grew up in Dominican yeah, Republic. Was, came here a lot of, when yeah. I was two. <laughs> there was a lot of New York shit in it. I know a lot of people from New York that sound like that. They rub me the wrong fucking way all the time. So there was a bias there for me, to be honest with you. Just to put it out there for everyone. Like, I've dealt with people like that, and they're very frustrating. That being said, he wasn't as egregious as his little brother. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who was just to Brooklyn and New York for me. Yeah. And I'm like, my man, don't you got like sickle cell or something? Like, just go <laughs> yeah. lay down, yeah, you know, so, and, and get some rest and yeah, shit, you so know? So that's the other thing. Like, so Noah... They give him sickle cell disease, yo. Yeah. I'm like, yo, is this like, you know, Tupac's hit him up? <laughs> so that's the other thing. Like, it's it's really like a wild new start for the Transformers story, yeah. right? Because it's like the humans this time around, you know, it's a guy who's down in his luck. You know, he was in the army. He apparently like is good with technology or whatever, which is something is that... He? Is yeah, he? Is he 
text, that though. Never is comes he? Up. Because we don't know. <laughs> we only see him freaking like hot wiring a cable box, dude. Which is like you're not, yeah, like you're not showing much it's there. Like, yeah, I um, guess he's anyways. good with tech, right? Yeah, but but no, that's the thing. It's like it, I got a lot of problems <laughs> with you people. You know, he's he's clearly in like a rougher area. You know, he he's trying to get a job, but he can't get a job, and you know his brother's got sickle cell. They have to pay for those treatments. And yeah, his mom works like two jobs, and she's going to school. Yeah, you know, you know scary. the typical like New York, yeah. you know, hardworking, you know, single mom kind of thing going on. Um, depending on the older brother to kind of foresee the house and be the man of the house yeah. kind of thing. That's that's what it is. And honestly, like that's that is not a bad story. Yeah. I enjoyed that because that's very realistic, especially you know, in the black and brown community, there are a lot of families that uh, um are built that way yeah, right so um it, it's, so it, it was really cool to see that on screen to say hey listen like this is what america also is yeah right? and it's, just, it's not just and with wiki and his fucking huge ass house with his two parents and shit yeah, right? and it's cool <laughs> to see that in a transformers movie so yeah. it's like it's one of those things where it's like it's it's heavy-handed and in any other movie you'd be like oh this is a little too much or or whatever right but in transformers i it's one of those things where, like, I kind of give it, like, some leeway. Because it's like, this feels like a step one, right? This feels like a, let's let's figure out what we want to do with Transformers. Let's figure out what kind of stories yeah. we want to do. Yeah, but of- also, like, the, you see, like, also they kind of need it. Um, because they're not fully depending on, you know, the Autobots for absolutely everything. Like, this is not a full Transformers movie, yes. you know? It's not, yeah. like, it's not all Transformers all the time here. So they definitely needed something simple yet effective to kind of grab the attention of of the audience when it came to the human people yeah, right and um, un- so that was an easy way to do it with the sick brother yeah. and you know all that stuff well, but what's unfortunate about that is like outside of a- ramos uh, like, like outside of the main dude like everyone else kind of it's kind of agreed one thousand yeah, everyone kind of stinks yeah. like I'll, I'll be honest yeah. like it's I want to say stiff, but not stiff. It's like, uh, so uh, there, he's joined by this other main character, Elena. Uh, I didn't get her name, unfortunately, but also I might not need to learn it. I, I feel I feel bad saying this, but like she's she's not very good. I don't know if it's like if she's she's not believable yeah, at all. And it's tough. I get it, right? You're you're talking Transformers, giant aliens. You're you're saying stuff like Transwarp Dimensional Key, and you know we got to go to Peru to find the secret second half of this puzzle or whatever. And I get it, right? It's Transformers. You're saying you're yeah. saying dumb stuff. Uh, yeah. Her name is uh, Dominique uh, Fishback. You know, she's in that swarm show on Amazon. So kudos to her. You know, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad she's in this. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I hope in the future that you, you get more opportunities to kind of figure out your, to kind of figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But here it's really tough. You know, it's it, it's tough also because like she's not built like a real person, right? Like we don't know anything about her but her job. Yeah, right? it was um, just that so, she's an intern for like uh you know a, a lady who's like clearly super racist, which is great. Super racist yeah. and super incompetent in her job as yeah, well. You know, yeah. obviously again, it's an it's an easy thing for to throw into a story in order to grab some sympathy from the audience to try and get this character over, right? But Honestly, like it's as you mentioned, it's too much for her. I, I think um the lines she was given is there's only so much you can do with that kind of yeah. like wording. You know what I mean? Um it's tough. It it because it's just mumbo jumbo 
jargon. You know what I mean? At that point. But um, that being said, people have done that in the past and made it successful. Yeah, she didn't do a good job of just, you know, of she didn't believe it herself. Yeah, you know, even when she she gets the emotional scene, right, where she's talking about like her dad and like, you know, uh, the little part where you get to learn a little bit more about her. It doesn't really land on the plane yeah, right? where they're on the plane and it doesn't stuff land right? either. I'm just like, wow, it doesn't like, land at all. I, t- I totally forgot she even had any emotions or any. Yeah. Family. And in fact, that's <laughs> this is when the movie drags. Right. It's you know, oh, when we spend time understatement. Like, when we spend time with the human story, try to like flesh that out. And it's like, oof, you know, it, it sucks because when one of your anchors it's when one of your anchors isn't holding their own weight it's kind of like damn it becomes that problem of like okay when are the robots going to do robot stuff again you know it's 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 tough man like yeah no it's absolutely true it's tough but it's an it's an absolutely true statement um but this is this is the filmmaker's fault because this stuff in the plane doesn't really add up to anything it's not like you know the protagonist is trying to have a relationship with her or like any kind of like romantic thing at all um like there's nothing there at all at the end like she she kind of puts you know her, her head on your shoulders and stuff but i think that's just like we just lived through this shit you know let me just yeah, rest it's right more, now you know yeah, and that was the whole setup too which i appreciated that they're kind of just strangers you know she happens yeah, to find that yeah. she happens to find the key and you know she and he just happens to be a nice guy yeah too, and so. he he happened to try and rob the key you know so like <laughs> that that was the thing right it's just like yeah. they ended up together and then you know they hold and the whole thing with the key too there there was an interesting little twist where he's like yo i could save earth i could save us if i blow up the key and you know the whole and then optimus was like no don't because <laughs> i'll lose my yeah. home and then that okay, ended so up- like about that whole um you know act three climax and everything like that this is where i have a lot of issues with this movie, especially if you're going to bother creating, you know, a human character um, who's supposed to be a protagonist here and ha- and carry the emotional weight of the movie since he's a human here. Yet, like, you don't have him do anything besides go into a mech suit, you know, like, which is it doesn't show how smart he is, right. how how um, clever he is or anything like that. You throw in the entire time in the movie. Oh, you're great at tech. Show yes. us. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, show me that you are great at tech. Like, this was the perfect yeah. kind of gimmick to have when you're working with Transformers, right? Oh, like, whether it's him saving Mirage or it's him, like, you know, re- repairing something on the console. Yes. There was nothing there. I thought he was going to be the one to, like, oh, um, um, Optimus is down. Oh, I know how to repair him. You know right. what I mean? Like, there was nothing like that. That would have been so cool to see him kind of hotwire, like, Mirage because he's kind of, like, down and out or something or or repair the console after after it got blown up, nothing of that sort happened. And it's an injustice to the character. Like after I started liking him, he got into this mech suit, which looked, I didn't like the way it looked because it, it had that Kang effect, you know, where they put that yeah, shield in front and of it his was face like, and it looked and a little funky. Yeah, and it made him look like a cop. Which was weird because it had like the police like signals on it. I that, don't know. That, that's right. I don't know if that's, that's like right, a, because Mirage, because Mirage is a gray Porsche with blue yeah. lines, you know. But it did look like a like, a, a cop yeah, suit. Legit. Like it yeah, looked like a, you're absolutely I'm right. Like, on oh, that. I'm like, ew. The last thing he he would want to be in this situation is a cop, right? Because he's, I know, he, he's dude. He's a totally anti-cop character. You know, he's like, yeah, like. He, you know, his his way to get money in the beginning. The reason he's in all this in the first place is because he tried to steal a car for his but, for the money. But you and see, for his text, family. Like, like this is the thing that people have to remember. This is supposed to be a Transformers movie. Yeah. 
This character is only supposed to be integral to a plot point. Like he is here to do this. He's there to do this, just this for Optimus. Like, like, oh, he is good at tech. Oh, so he just he's here to make sure that this is fixed or that this can be fixed during this time of the story. It's it sucks for the character that he never got to showcase that because that's his that was the real way to kind of say, hey, like I saved this. He didn't even like the whole thing with the Mirage and the tech suit. So Mirage got bombarded by, you know, Scourge with a bunch of like, you know, big old bullets and and, and he was down and out. So then like all of a sudden. I don't know how this even happened. You know, Mirage became a mech suit, you know, which yeah. which is like, I've never seen that before in Transformers. You know, like it, it is a cool yeah, little thing there, to do. There's but, a hint of like that when he like gives him a piece of him earlier. Yeah. He, yeah. He gives him this whole little hand yeah. thing where he uses it as like a little gun. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, which is really cool because I was like, oh, I didn't know they can integrate the mech and like that, which is, you know, which is nice but that's touch. just, yeah, that's just weird. Like, but that's. So that's the thing, Arturo. It's like in terms of like the human stuff and how it relates to the humans, it doesn't really connect. But in terms no, of like what, when you get the tra- like outside of the human stuff, like this is where I understand your pay for it kind of mentality. Where it's like that mm-hmm. as a Transformers cartoon, it's not bad at all. Like I can't lie. Like yeah, I was, I was, yeah, like, yes. I was feeling the Transformers story. You dude, know, like <laughs> dude, when the. <laughs> Yo, when the maximals maximize, bro. Yeah. I was so, like, oh! okay. So let's yeah, the theater pop. Yeah, let's talk about theater let's pops. talk about that for a second. Uh, so the maximals, rise of the beast, right? We, you know, one of our big concerns coming in was like, oh, are they saving it for a full like beast wars? Like they didn't call this Transformers mm-hmm. Beast Wars, you know? We're like, oh, I wonder why. It's clearly because we only saw them for like maybe 30 percent of the movie which is I'm, I'm not even sure why you would call it rise of the beast if anything it should, it should have been like you know rise of omicron yeah, or something rise, you know what I mean? rise of air razor you know of like <laughs> and then who they even then they killed even then she gets grounded they, yeah they kill the <laughs> one female like maximal and it's like oh that's that's weird that's a weird choice that they do and and, 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 they, they, do, and they did it in an odd yeah. way too as well um which i didn't know she was infected by you know scourges whatever it is yeah, it's because um, it happens at like the tail end of like this very chaotic fight scene and like they do they do kind of point out they zoom in on like the shooting claw that he hits her with and like the fact that it's like putting like this brown stuff on her but at the same time like rust <laughs> yeah at the same time that's also one thing in like a huge scene where like so much else happens right and the thing is all that robot action is super cool as a cartoon, it's cool. It's it's one of those things where it's like, just don't. I hate to say it this way, Arturo, but it's like you know, don't think about the implications too much, right? It's like okay, don't don't hammer over the details. Yeah, I mean, right? honestly, where it's like it's a cartoon. Honestly, you're like, don't. You're, it's like watching Fast X, yeah. right? You, you have to suspend your disbelief. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. You have to spend your belief entirely because you're walking into this universe that is absolutely fantastical. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, wait a minute. These things are transforming. They're aliens and stuff like that. So, yeah, you have to just kind of like, oh, I have to stop trying to make this work in my yeah, head. Yeah, and just you know? watch it as um, they're doing it, right? And Yeah, and by- but, you see, but you see, like, that's the thing of the movie too, though, Tex. Like, to get to that really nice fight, you got to sit through this whole dragged out sequence in Peru. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's really oh, kind of just boring, long. dude. Yeah. 
I lost tons of energy during yeah, that point. I and I'm bathroom. like, wow, I took a bathroom break. I, out, I took a bathroom break. Yeah, dude. you actually took a fucking bathroom break. So, folks, there is a bathroom break in, uh, you know, installed yeah, in this once, movie. So. Once they get to Peru, feel free to – you will miss zero. I missed zero. I felt like I missed nothing. Yeah, once you get into that transformer plane, right? The, and, yeah. And the, the transformer that turned into a plane. They were in the plane. I <laughs> literally – take a break. Uh, okay, so uh, like bathroom break spoilers. I went, I went <laughs> shortly after they met the one that called him a racist or whatever, you know. Uh, so yeah, let's also do we, do we. I got a lot of problems with you. People. I was like, do we need to discuss that one, Arturo? Like, uh, no, like I, I do not in terms of the whole back and forth dialogue, but just in terms of hey, um, if you're a transformer, right? Transformers are aliens. Let's get that out of the way, people. They're aliens, right? So if you so happen to land in a certain part of the world where the native language is fucking Spanish. And all you have is an accent, but speak English. It's very concerning to me because it's like, hey, why would you do that? Like this, this robot had to, you know, adapt in this country. And you're, you're kind of demeaning the whole, the whole kind of culture here. Cause it's like, why is he speaking yeah, English? Then like, why is he say, then why is he also get defensive about it and say, well, do I need what, what accent? Why, why would you assume I spoke That's Spanish? what I don't understand. Yeah. I'm like, if, if you're not going to speak Spanish, you shouldn't have an accent. Yeah. And you and shouldn't, you, get, you, you get, should be talking like a yeah, robot or something or the, like, a, like one of the other yes, Autobots. You get mad at the New York guy for being New York about it and just pointing it out. Like, yo, like he was like, trying to like instantly trying to find that connection. Right. He's like, yo, yeah. And he's throwing some Spanish. At it's him. like, finally, I meet one of my own over here. I didn't think you guys actually were one yes. of us, you know? And so what a yeah what a missed opportunity right because the whole story like okay so this actually becomes this this is an important tie into the story because his whole thing yeah. Noah uh, uh, Anthony Ramos's name in the story his whole thing is That's that right, he. Noah he doesn't work as part of a team. Like the whole thing of like his whole thing in the military is like, he was bad because he's not, he doesn't fit well with the team. And so yeah. what a, what an opportunity there to be like, Oh, I found someone who's like me among them. You know, that's also a huge missed opportunity in terms of like the whole, like, inclusivity you know quotient yes, for a movie yes. right it's like hey like it's you have it's right there yes, it's like, like you can check two boxes off I'll, your list you can you have a, a transformer that speaks spanish and you have a, a spanish-speaking interaction between a main character and a transformer it was yeah, right there it, text that's why it's so frustrating it, dude. as you explained it would make so much sense because in our heads we would have clicked oh of course a transformer speaks spanish it makes so much yeah because they're fucking aliens then, like why would they just speak english yes, and then you have optimus especially if you live in freaking Peru, yeah, you have Optimus Primal speaking the language of the country too. Like it's it's so it's so weird. Like it, see, that's just an unnecessary thing that they didn't have to. I got a lot of problems, yeah. <laughs> people. Uh, uh, but um, so with all this unnecessary stuff aside, you get to the third act, and by the third act, I was in because uh, the third act is yeah. just a big robot battle against Unicron. It's a big robot battle. It's exactly what we signed up yeah. for when we first bought yeah. our ticket. Right? It's that's- just that it's the one battle that they show in all the trailers, and like. Thankfully, it lives up to it. That's my thing. Is I yeah. do think the the fight with Unicron and like his army and the the whole thing that they need to get to the MacGuffin that's like shooting a laser in the sky and the you yeah. know, I was in. Like I I was I was even into the whole like Bumblebee dying 
and then coming back to life as like um, the, the yeah, trope of like, oh, he's yeah, because of the energon, yeah, right? He happens to be on the energon rock that's all charged it's like, up. Oh, this this land is rich in energon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. Is that like, is that like freaking uh, that's like Wakanda and it's yeah. freaking uh, metal. What's it called uh, again? Vibranium. See, see, I'm so I'm, I'm so tuned out of Marvel yeah, right yeah. now. Vibranium or whatever, right? So vibranium. Yeah, so, there you go. Not adamantium. But yeah, like it's such like a yeah, it's such a Transformers thing that like you know when it when it goes full cartoon when it goes full Transformers I was having fun I was like dude and yeah. then he jumped out of the plane and he did the whole like flying with the guns Super- and it was so and awesome. You know- <laughs> and he drops LL Cool J when he jumps out of the thing, and it like yeah. it times his yeah. Don't call it a comeback, yes, right? It times his his shots to like the song, and like yeah. yo, it's it's just good, man. Like yeah. Uh, James Gunn, by the way, this is a great example of how to use needle drops. <laughs> all right, because as we mentioned back and when we spoke about Guardians Three, man, yo. like they were just too abundant and meant nothing. Speaking- These were on point, like. Actually, all the music drops I think were you know, done very you know what well in really this movie. Man. Actually, got me. Uh, so when he was in Mirage, right, and you know when it transforms and it's play- and it's like engine, yo. engine number. I'm like, yo, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was cool how the car flipped itself, yeah. right? How awesome is that? Because that makes sense for a transformer. To be like, why would I hit yes, reverse? You know, and, and do a, but why would I hit reverse and, and, and do a broken U turn yes. if I can just transform myself and the other way? You're it was seeing awesome. it in slow motion. You're seeing it in there, and it's playing the song, and it's like it's a cool part of the song. It's like slowing down, and it like gives you that. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn. Like, and it was a good, it was a good way to get you into the movie, you know? And yeah. Uh, and that's also like a great example of one of your statements earlier, Tex, where you said that um, they did a good job of showing how every piece fits in these Transformers, yes. right? Especially when they transform, like uh, they, they paid close attention and, and paid close mind to how like the wheel was going to move over here and how the seat was going to rotate around, you know? Um, so I'm, um, I'm really happy about that aspect of the movie, and it's one of the main reasons why I had to say, like, "Hey, listen, if you really want to actually see it for real, you got to yeah, see it on a big that's screen." That's the thing. If you're a Transformers fan, you've probably already seen it. But you know, if if you even like these little, yeah, go check it out. If you're looking for a summer blockbuster, right? Like, you know, yeah. If you're not seeing Spider Man, if you're not seeing Spider Verse, go see Transformers. You know, and but first see Spider Verse. Yes, though. make sure you see Spider Verse. Yes, go. You know, <laughs> even if you have to see it, don't in, be yeah, foolish, yeah, people. Even if you're, I'm, I'm telling you to pay for this, but. But don't be foolish, yeah. right? <laughs> apparently, dude. Apparently, that one's coming to digital in July already. Like it's which yeah, like the end of July, like the twenty something. Uh, yeah, so uh, can't wait. I'm surprised, man. They should squeeze in as as much as they can out of that oh, theater, yeah, run, man. Absolutely, for and, sure. Yeah, right? Same thing with Transformers. Like, go. You know, you know what? At the end of this conversation, I'm, I'm with you, Arturo. I get it. I'm like, go, go see the Transformers fighting in like the big screen. Like, it is, it is cool. Maximals are well designed. I do like their designs. Yeah. I wish we got more of the robots. You know, I, yeah. I wish we got a little um, hint of, of what's uh, next for them of Beast War yeah. stuff. Yeah, man, because like we get like a mid credits post scene, right? Oh yeah. Like so. Uh, okay. So yeah, let's. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's wrap up our conversation. Yeah, we got a couple yes. minutes. We, yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll, we can. We'll talk about this, talk right? About so it's it's got the fast X problem of like it ends, but then uh, and another another scene happens at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, of like, oh, this could have been the post credit scene. So at the end of the movie, you know, Noah is going in for one one last job interview, and it turns out that it was just it's a government guy who is like fully aware of everything that happened. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
And it's funny because like he's the government guy from Jack Ryan. If you guys yes. know about that, that's why it's funny because I popped in the theater like <laughs> thinking he was some kind of character from the past, like some government character. But that's only because, I, you know, I watched Jack Ryan. I'm like, oh, you're, you're the awesome Yo, guy from Jack. It's coming Ryan. back for season four. It's final season. That, Last final yes. season. Yeah, I have to catch up on dude, season three. I've been slacking on that oh, one. That, yeah. That's a great so show, as a man. Tangent, see season three. It's great, dude. I was yo. I know, dude. I can't, I, I every, can't wait. I might yo, start actually this every weekend. Season is like edgier seat stuff. I don't know how they do it. Like, so yo, good. Um, this is why I'm telling you to watch. Listen, watch a show called Strike Back, season one of Strike Back, a show from Cinemax. It will be like pulse pounding, edge of your oh, seat dude. shit. Anyways, speaking uh, of cinema, uh, speaking of Cinemax, uh, you ever see that show Warrior? That show is coming back for a season three. And yo, I heard that dude, was good. People, uh, buddies, good. yeah, watch, watch Warrior. Yeah. That shows, oh, good fights. Good, okay, okay, okay. Tangents all aside. So yeah, tangents all aside. Basically <laughs> says, you know, for doing what you did, saving the world. You know, we're taking care of your brother, which is great, which is awesome. And then they offer yeah. him a job in what turns out to be GI Joe. So GI Joe, Yo Joe. So <laughs> it's so for me. It's placement in the movie is really my only problem because, you know, mm. op- both Optimus and Noah have their little speeches at the end. And like in a Transformers yeah. movie, you you know, you kick on Linkin Park and then the movie's over, right? <laughs> but then the movie continues with this extra scene, like as, as the ending, the G.I. Joe drop, which would have been a perfect post credit scene. I would have been like, yo, that okay. would have been great. But as it is. I'm down. Why not? It sounds like it, it's yeah. it's just dumb enough of an idea to be like, oh, G.I. Joe would be the military working with the Autobots. Why not? Like, that's the other thing, too. Like, it's also like, I'm surprised it took them this long to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you need somebody smart to think of, hey, listen, we have all these properties that we can actually, like, you know, put together and they can mingle just fine because of just, you know, it's you, why the fuck you know not? What? Like. I, Maybe it's because they gave up on making G.I. Joe movies by themselves. I mean, I don't blame them. They were terrible. Um, Snake Eyes wasn't so good. I tried watching Snake Eyes, but it's a long movie and it's long and kind of, yeah, like it's, it's not great. And I, so I get them. I, but also they could bring that guy back as Snake Eyes. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, G.I. Joe 2 was better than part yeah, 1, though. And Even, but that being said, it wasn't that yeah, great. Yeah, and so bringing them into the Transformers movies, why not, right? Like, it's it's, yeah. it's sort of like, you know what, though, Arturo? It's two birds, one stone. Not only would you be able to use G.I. Joe again, but you would fix the human problem, wouldn't you? you yeah, you, yeah, because human you, stories, you already started building yes, that. human stories yeah. would all just be G.I. Joe stuff. Right? Like, it's just, yo, we're G.I. Joe, we're fighting Cobra, whatever. Oh, here comes aliens. I mean, you have to call John Cena in, right? They, they would have to, right? Like, I mean, the guy's talented enough in the acting world where he can pull this and off was, and, and still make it look good, you know? He's a government guy in Bumblebee. All they have to say yeah, is exactly. he's also a part of G.I. Joe. Oh, that's yeah. right. It'd be like, yo, it'd be like, I think you might know this gentleman. Yeah, and then he's in a chair that turns around or something, right? Yeah, like... It'd be great if they get like Haley Steinfeld, yeah, right? Like, like to just come in and be like, "Hey, you know, we know you worked with uh, these guys before. You know, we like to offer you a position, stuff like that." And, and you kind of build it naturally like that. But that being said, folks, you can either wait for this one and see it in the comfort of your own home because it is a little yeah, long. Yeah, that's the other thing; it's long. And it does yeah. get a little boring yeah. in the middle. Um, or if you really, really are into the big robot action, you need to see this on the big yeah. screen. 
Um, and that being said, this was episode 156 of the Morgan Official Core Feed Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. A big shout out goes out to you guys. A big shout out goes out to Del Virus for the artwork. Please go check him out and go hit him up for a tattoo. And a big shout out goes to the LGBTQIA plus community. Happy Pride, folks. So every one in our family, friends, and our buddies in the community, have a good Happy, pride, and safe one. Um, and that being said, go check out 155 of these episodes in the archives. Anywhere you can catch us. Um, anywhere you can catch any podcast stuff. Apple, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio. Anywhere on the desktop you can catch us. You can go straight to our website to catch us on there as well. If you don't have any streaming platforms, you can also catch this show on Thursdays on YouTube, on Facebook, and on Twitch Live. Every Thursday at 420, you can see these beautiful faces entertain you for about an hour and change. And uh, also, you can stay tuned for a Crypt episode, a very special one coming up this month. Um, in lieu of The Flash coming out, we will be talking about... Uh, Tim Burton's Batman uh, duo, um, Batman uh, 1989 and Batman Returns. Stay tuned for that one. That will be dropping soon for you guys. And once again, folks, remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.